You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hi, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell. And in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, we are talking to Jen Duplessis about what does it take to be successful in life. And I personally am really excited to talk to Jen because she is one of these people who has achieved so much in her life, both professionally and personally. And what I want to know and what I want you to know is what does it take to be a person like this, to create such an amazing life. So let me go through her bio. Um, Jen began her professional career as a highly successful uh, residential mortgage broker or lender. I don't even know what actually you would call herself. And she (laughs) ranked in the top 1% of loan originators or the top 200 in the U.S. for many years. She's the founder of a few companies, Kinetic Spark Consulting, Black Fox Investments, and Valor Home Solutions. She's currently a highly sought after international speaker and coach and has shared stages with people like Tony Robbins and Les Brown. And she now works with other business owners to create lifestyle businesses that multiply the results and allow them to maintain a prosperous personal life as well. She's appeared on shows like Good Morning America and has been featured in publications like the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post. And then even more than that, she has a really active personal life. She spends time with family. She's an avid reader, ballroom dancer, baker, boater, traveler. Anyway, she's somebody that I want to be. So welcome, Jen, to your superpowered mind. (laughs) Well, thank you. I am so honored to be here, Kristen, to be able to share as much as I can in the time that we have available. Um, and I just, I'm, I'm real honored and excited to answer any questions that you have for me. Great. Well, first, my question is always, what superpower did you uncover as the result of mastering your mind? Uh, yeah, well, that's a really interesting question because uh, I kind of feel like we have many times that we uncover different superpowers, right, and don't realize that we have additional superpowers. But, you know, one one particular um, event uh, really stands out for me. And, uh, you know, being in the mortgage uh, space and the financial sector, you know, in the industry for many, many years, and especially as a woman, Um, and pioneering that path for so many in the mortgage space, um, you know, I worked my little butt off for years and years and years. And, uh, you know, chasing the deal, chasing money. um, And, you know, my kids sacrificed and my husband sacrificed. And what I didn't realize is that I was sacrificing too. And I was really sabotaging everything in my life, my relationships, my family, my health, Um, experiences, right? Finances, because I made a lot of money and then spent a lot of money uh, because I had it, right? And it wasn't until one evening, and this wasn't the first time and it wouldn't be the last time, but it was the catalyst that changed things for me was 
I was standing outside of a restaurant, you know, supposedly at dinner with my family, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And I was on the phone with a client who needed me, I felt needed me more than my family. And, uh, you know, I was walking that concrete curb balance beam that we all do, walking back and forth, pacing as we're talking to people on the phone. And I happened to look into the restaurant and I saw that my family was in there laughing and enjoying and, you know, having a wonderful time together. The only problem was I wasn't in those memories. And, you know, they would say to me time and time again, don't you remember when we this and when, when we that? And while I was there, I wasn't there. I don't remember the occasion, but I do remember the conversation with the client. And I realized, you know, in that moment that I, that I had to stop, something had to give, something had to change. And that was really when I realized that my superpower is the, the power of being present, right, in everything that I do um, and not task switching and not trying to be a superhuman woman. And, and I don't feel that I'm that way. And I, even though I have many businesses and whatnot, it's not, uh, it's not intended to be a superhuman or a superwoman. I'm a very, very intentional and laser focused on everything that I do in the moment that I'm doing it. And it's not scattered. So I would say that's my superpower is the ability to be present. Yes. What a, what a beautiful superpower. Thank you. Yes. And so it sounds like just me from the outside because you have done so much and you do do so much that you're able to laser focus in and really just get done what needs to be done, whether that's being present or achieving something. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you, when you work with other people, when you're guiding other people or speaking to other people, about creating the businesses and the lives that they want, how do you impart that to them or where do you tell them to start? Yeah, well, it's a great question because, um, you know, for me, I've, I've gone through this, you know, for so many years that it, it from the outside looking in, you know, a lot of people say to me, oh my gosh, how do you do all this stuff? Well, and I like to share that it's it's just like, you know, the first of the year when we have our New Year's resolutions, we we say that we're going to, well, we don't say this necessarily, but if we were to say, I want to quit smoking, quit drinking, lose weight, spend more time with my family, start working out, go exercise, go travel more, uh, you know, wake up earlier. If we said that we wanted to do all of those things, we would not accomplish any of them because it's too much to take on. So I want to lay the groundwork and the foundation here as I'm talking about this that, um, you know, Yes, I do a lot, but it's become a very, each one of them have become very sticky habits for me, and I'm able to do them faster than the average person, right? Because it's a habit now. So I don't ever want anyone to compare themselves to me, or I don't want to compare myself to anyone else either. It's, it's just a, a learned, um, it's, it's learned, it's just learned over time. So to start, the whole premise of my um, being and my beliefs are that a life of values adds value everywhere in your life. And what I mean by that is that if we could step back and look at 
um, these in these crazy words that we use, right? Core values, passion, all, all those words. But if we can step back and think about what truly is uh, the core of who we are and what is important to us, because I, I know that it's Im- all of us, it's important if we're in business, right? If we're an entrepreneur, it's important that we make money and, and put food on the table and have a home. If we're not in business and, and um, you know, we're just trying to take care of our family, right? And that's, that's what we're trying to do. So if we can just step back and say what's really important. And, and by the way, with the family, it's pretty funny because I think a lot of families are now so involved in sports and achievement at such a young age that the kids are now becoming these little mini robots just like us that, that have it. They're not slowing down to speed up. They're speeding up to slow down. And they're right. crashing. And that's why we have lots of problems mentally with people now because they're crashing and they're comparing themselves to everybody else because of social media. And so if you could just slow down and say, you know, what's important to me? What fulfills me? Is it watching ants carry food, which I love to do, by the way. Uh, so cool. <laughs> it's, so inc- it's so incredible to watch them. Just They're so busy. <laughs> Um, but is it watching ants carrying food all the way to, you know, something that happens in your business, you achieve, you know, some ultimate success and everything in between, you know, is it golfing? Is it breathing, you know, breathing in fresh air and going in the country? Is it going on a hike? Is it waking up early in the morning? Is it cuddling with your spouse? Is it playing with the kids? Is it putting a puzzle together? I mean, what makes you happy? Slowing down and saying this really, truly makes me happy. And then the goal is, how do we get more of it? How do we make sure that we are aware of what makes us happy and then we build our life, our life or our business around it, right? Because what most people do in the entrepreneurial space, at least, is that they, they build a business that says, I want to make X amount of dollars. And then what they do is they try to fit their family in based on trying to achieve that business. And my premise is I come first, whatever my values are come first. In my, in my case, one of them is family um, and my values come first. And then I will fit my business in, which means that when I'm working, I have to be laser focused and intentional so I can get in and get out and go do what I love to do. It's like going on vacation every day. Yes. Yes, I can see where you're going with this, where you, you come in, you do your work, and then you get so much done before you go on vacation. But every day you're going to set that side aside, that time aside. This is great. I want to go deeper into what, what you do to get those sticky habits. Because I know people lose a lot of time trying to figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to do it and lose a lot of efficiency in that. So I want to go more into that, but we do need to go to a break first. Um, can you tell people where they can learn more about you and your work? Sure. The best, pro- the best place to find out more about me is to go to my website, which is jenduplessis.com. And obviously all of us are on social media, so I'm everywhere at jenduplessis.com. Good. And Jen for those who are just- at. Yeah. Listening, it's J-E-N-D-U-P-L-E-S-S-I-S. Correct. 
very visual. So I was <laughs> like, yeah. to know what it is. thank you. We're going to go to a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Jen DePlessis more about what it takes to be successful in life. So hang in there. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back, everyone. So, Jen, my question is, you it sounds like you have got a very clear idea of what it is that you need to achieve and how you're going to achieve it rather than getting stuck in this indecision of where to go next and all of that. So when with people, when they've decided, you know, what it is is that's most important to them, you know, as you were just talking Mm -hmm. about, what do they do next? If they really do need to get their business going or really want to expand it. Yeah, or in their personal life that they want to have, you know, success in their personal life as well. Um, Yeah, so it it really starts for me that I don't believe in life balance, life work balance, any of those things that people say. Uh Uh, Because if you, if you, and you mentioned you're very visual. So if you visualize a scale and it's balanced, it means that it's 50% on one side and 50 on the other. Right. So you're not quite. You're, you're neutral. You're not quite really involved anywhere. You're just kind of neutral. Yes. And um, so that's why I believe in being all in with work and then all in with family and then all in with working out if that's, you know, or all in with travel. Um, and I don't believe in that task, that task shifting. And um, so in order to be able to explain this, really well, I want to tell a quick story. So when we do laundry, and I, by the way, I could use this example as pulling, you know, bringing groceries in from the grocery store as well. It's, you know, everything's in a bag, right? It's not that we have everything laying in the back of our trunk and we bring in a can of beans and then we bring in something else, right? But if we're looking at laundry, if we pull it out of the the dryer, right, the tendency is to put it into a basket. Now, some people pull it out and they, they fold it, but they, they compartmentalize it when they fold it. They don't just fold piles. They compartmentalize. So you have this basket that you start pulling out items. And so the question becomes, you know, if you were to pull out a sock, uh, why is it that you don't run that sock all the way to the bedroom and then come back and get a towel and fold it and run it all the way to a linen closet and then come back and get something else? So the reason that you don't do that is because it's not efficient. Right. It doesn't make any sense. It wastes time, right? Definitely. 
And so what we tend to do is we fold everything, we compartmentalize it, and then we make one big trip and we kind of pile, even pile up the clothes in the basket in a means that we're going to go from one room to the other, right? So we're very efficient when it comes to that. Yet in our lives, we're not at all. And you wonder why they call it a laundry list of things to do. Right. 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 (laughs) And so another example is your email. When it comes into you, it is a laundry list. It's, hey, look at this cute puppy on this video. Do you want to come to this party? Um, hey, did you take a look at that thing I sent you? What do you think? Uh, you know, do we need anything from the store? It's, so it becomes this laundry list of, and the solicitations as well, right? Which for right. me are, are like having those pain in the butt um, uh, dryer sheets, right? As I'm folding, it disrupts me, right? It's a distractor. I'm like, oh, that thing, move it. Yeah. <laughs> Get it out of the way. Back to my sock. Right. Where, where's the other sock? Right. And it becomes a distraction for you, you know, and so it's the same premise, you know, even just an email. And so everything that we consume as human beings, you know, as we're going around our day becomes this laundry list of uh, very small decision-making, you know, opportunities. So, you know, um, Darren Hardy, who is uh, one of my mentors, you know, he says, you know, have you ever been bitten by an elephant? And I, no, I haven't. I don't know anybody who's been bitten by an elephant, but I do know, people who've been bitten by mosquitoes, right? A lot of them. And so it's these small, seemingly insignificant decisions that we make all day long that really add up and can bite us. Yes. And so clarity of that, of those uh, core values allows you to be able to make more concise, fast decisions that are in alignment with what you want to achieve in your life. Yes. So it really starts right there. So if I'm going to make a decision, should I go to this, you know, holiday party? Because we're coming up in holiday season. Should I go to that holiday party? Um, I'm going to be reaching back into my into my mind and saying, okay, what are my core values, and does this affect any of my core values? So if it's on the same night as a you know a daughter or you know having a recital or a son having a recital, I guess these days. Um, you know, uh, we have a tendency to say, well, there'll be other recitals. I want to go to this party. Right. But that's not the case. Life is too short. As I've explained in my story, you know, with sabotaging my family. Um, so that's how I'm going to make that decision very quickly. And I can do that in business as well. My decisions are very, very quick because I rely on those core values, those things that I'm looking to have you know, fulfilled for me and can very quickly make that decision and say yes or no. And I found that when I rely on my intuition in that manner, it's not really an intuition, but when I rely on the intuition that leads to that core value, um, I free myself up for more time to do the things I do want to do instead of, you know, everything's FOMO, right? Right now, everybody's fear of missing out. And I'm fear of missing out of what's happening internally, not externally. Right. And I wonder when, when people are starting to set up a business and, you know, this is a reality for so many women that I know Mm -hmm. so many clients and friends because they, they've got kids still at home. Yeah. And yet they're starting businesses 
So they've got to allocate time to the business and then also very much carve out time to be totally present for their family. That's a super important part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But then when they're in their business, how do you decide? Do you have systems that you recommend or decision-making processes, you know, for what do you address first or where, how do you go with that? Yeah. Well, again, you know, with not beating, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it does go back to the core values. <laughs> okay? right. It definitely goes back to the core values. You know, like one of my core values, and I think that we, you know, our values change over time, you know, a 19 year old's core values are completely different than a 31 year old who just had a baby, right? right. Which are different than a 56 year old woman. And, um, so I recognize that they, they can change. You know, there's some deep, deep embedded core values that won't. But, you know, I have around um, 10 or 12 values that I, that I live by, three that I really focus on, and that is faith, family, and stability. Those are, those are mine. Um, so stability in my business is that every decision I make is, will this affect my business from a financial stability? And will this affect my business from a time stamping right? Stability. How much time will it take to do this? And I can, I dedicate this time because I have to look at my calendar and say, oh my gosh, which we were, you and I were just talking about my daughter, my 31 year old daughter just had a major, major knee surgery a week ago. And I had to say no to some things because um, it would affect my time and my ability to be here and be able to be available to her every 30 minutes to get up and you know put ice on and take ice off and give her pills and all you know, this crazy stuff. But I'm able to make those decisions. And what we do is we tend to say, oh, yeah, I, I'm busy. I'm, I'm available. I can do that. And then we have to backtrack. And then we get angst about it because we promised this person we would do it. And then we're, we're sitting there. We're going, now, who, who suffers? And see, and this is that balance because – you can physically see me putting my two hands up and going, okay, which one do I go to? Which way do I go? To me, that's balance. That's the problem with it is you're constantly having to make really tough decisions. And if you had just made the decision in the beginning, then it wouldn't be something you'd have to be concerned with, right? So when someone's putting a business together, and especially someone who has little kids, and I, I've been there, you know, I was growing a business and several when I had little kids and stuff. Um, you know, is that, uh, and we've all heard it about priority management. It's not time management, it's priority management. My priorities go into my calendar first and they trickle down to what things are not so much a priority all the way down to, does it really have to be done in asking ourselves, just slowing down enough to ask ourselves, does it in fact have to be done? And That's part of it, right? The priority management. The other is clarity of your message in your business, right? Because when you have clarity of your message, you attract people rather than have to chase them, and that saves you time. The community that you're involved with, right? Your community. Are you nurturing the community that you're around or are you neglecting them? Because if you're nurturing them, they're naturally going to want to nurture back to you. That saves time. So you don't have to go chasing business. The business will come to you. Do you have a communication system that is extremely efficient for you and your team and very effective for your client? And in this case, if you're not working, you know, very effective for your family. Do you have an efficient way of running your household so that your family has a very effective, um, effective 
uh, experience, right? That you're always available when they walk in the door. That you're, you know, right? So you want to think about those types of things so that um, in the case of business, your clients are um, compelled to tell everybody about your wonderful experience and that brings more business to you and saves more time, right? It also in your family does the same thing where my kids never said, drop me off down the street. In fact, not too long ago, two year, I think two or three years ago, my daughter and I were at dinner. We were walking you know, in the town center and one of her girlfriends came up from high school and, and said, oh my God, Miss D. And she actually came to me instead of my daughter, right? Uh-huh. Because we, div- we created such a great experience for our children that they wanted to be around us. Right, that same thing. It's that that attraction, um, and then in business, it's about credibility, as well as being being the master influencer. You know, in your household, maybe it's being the the spiritual leader, maybe it's being the um, the leader in your household, the decision making leader. Right, the one that that is a problem solver for everybody, but it's creating that credibility, and then the last piece of it you know, is obviously the priority management, right? And I call that coaching as well, because we all need mentors, that priority management. And surrounding yourself with people that, um, you know, understand your boundaries and help you abide by your boundaries, you know, working with those types of people. And so when you have clarity of your message and all these things, it saves you time because you're not like a cat on a marble floor in oil chasing business, running your household, right? Running from pillar to post. You have a calmness about what you're doing and instead you become this unbelievable magnet that attracts more business, attracts more love, attracts more attention, right? By your family and your friends. And it, it as a result, you don't have to take as much time. And so you can get in, do what you need to do, get out and go have that daily air quote vacation. You know, for me, I mean, I'm a dancer, so I dance two to three hours a day. Um, and let me pre- <laughs> clarify and preface, not that kind of dancer. I am a ballroom Latin and swing dancer, right? So I'm at the studio three times, three, you know, two to three hours a day because that's my love. So nothing is going to get in the way of me having my love. Right. Right. And so whatever your love is, and that's not my only, but that's just one of my major, major priorities, especially, you know, I'm going to be turning 56 in a couple of days and, you know, my body isn't the way it is, you know, it used to be. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to keep it moving. And so this is a priority so that my life of values can add value everywhere in my life, which includes my health. So my right. core values are leading me to that quality of health quality of relationship, quality of cultural experiences, spiritual experiences, and finance, right? What do I want for my finances too? Yes. And I guess that um, one of the things I'm wondering is, you know, when people are starting in their businesses or if they haven't quite figured out all of this, how do you help? Well, the idea is what happens with the clarity when they're still trying to figure out clarity and things aren't working. Yeah. You know, what do you do then? Yeah. So, so one of the things that I do and it's, it's a, you know, a gift that I want to offer your, your um, listeners as well is 
a, um, you know, just a quick exercise, just seven different strategies to transform your business mindset. And the thing is, it's not even about your business. So if you're listening and, you know, you don't have a business, but you want to transform your mindset, these are great questions because these seven questions are you just slowing down to really think through what makes you happy? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Um, what are you, what are those core values? Are you living those core values? Are you the person that says, well, one of my core values is family? Then I would say, well, then why are you working till 11 o'clock at night, right? It's not really a core value, or at least it's not heightened in your mind and you're not making decisions because of it. And I would just invite you to consider that, right? And then if you're not living it, you know, what boundaries are you putting in place for yourself? So it's like this, if you were to, if you wanted to lose weight, the worst thing you could do is keep all the potato chips and cookies and bread in your house, right? Right. You'd have to get rid of them. And so it's part of that. It's saying, who are the people that I'm surrounding myself with that, that aren't, um, I'm trying to think of the word. I was, all of a sudden, charitable came up. Charitable to my to my boundaries, but aren't sensitive to my boundaries. You know, I want I want the people that I'm surrounding my with to run, surrounding myself with to know what my my core values are and know that I need help with those boundaries. So if they see me eating a cookie, they're saying, Jen, didn't you say you were losing weight, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and then what are you doing for yourself? Because a lot of times we don't think about that, and it's just like flying on an airplane. The reason you put your, your mask on first is because you can't help other people if you're dead, right? right? So you have to help yourself first. So, you know, really stepping back and saying, you know, it's my time. This is the time where I want to take care of me so that I can take care of everybody else. Um, it maybe. If that's what you want, you know, I can take care of my client, I can take care of my family or my friends, you know, my dog, if that's what you have. But um, it's really just a self-analysis that that I have people go through that creates some very strong aha moments for them or some strong breakthroughs. Very simple questions just for you to take, you know, into a room and just be quiet, sit out on your porch, listen to birds. Don't finish it all in one, one sitting. Go back to it and say, oh, there was another core value that was important to me too. Um, and core values are just simply, what do you believe? You know, what do you believe? Right. Right. And yes. What do you believe in? Where do you want to spend your time? Mm-hmm. And who do you want to be? What kind yeah. of person? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been lovely. Um, Thank you. To to really, uh, you know, get an idea of how you were. And I guess one, actually, I do have one, one question. One more question mm-hmm. is you, you didn't start at this point. No. You know, with this awareness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, what would you recommend? I mean, I guess to people who are feeling really desperate or if they are, you know, no matter what they're doing in their life, like they're stuck. Yeah. Things aren't do, uh, doing. What would you recommend for them? Yeah. You know, for me, um, you know, obviously the, the story I told you about the restaurant was really the catalyst that said, you know, I've had enough. And it didn't mean that I was perfect afterwards because I'd still do that and still go out there. But at least I had that heightened awareness, right? It was the awareness. For me, you know, my, my father was an alcoholic, 
my mother was a verbal abuser and uh, many times I came into our house with a shotgun to my mother's head. Wow. And because I was one of 37 first cousins, but the only one who was an only child, um, you know, I had to take all that in myself. I didn't have someone to cuddle in a room and be scared with, right? Yeah. And um, I had an uncle that gave us all names, you know, cute names like Stan the Man and things like that. But he happened to call me Jenny who ain't got a penny. Um, hence the reason I can't go by Jenny anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. But I didn't, I, of course, I didn't understand. I thought it was always a joke. And so I always carried a penny in my shoe and um, it would show it to him. But it wasn't until later that I realized what he was telling me. And you know, he f- actually physically told me one day, you know, you're going to be just like your family. You're going to be poor. You're going to be, um, you know, smoke. You're going to drink. You're going to, you know, amount to really nothing. And um, so my whole life was proving to people that I could be better proving proving overachieving in every single area but I wasn't doing it for me and I get I'm getting emotional about it because it's tough yeah and I just I was at the point where I was just running ragged Proving to everyone that I could be a superwoman, right? That's why I said, uh, you know, the superpower isn't about being a superwoman. And for those that are listening, you know, if you're trying to be the super mom or the super sister or the super wife, you know, it's just not worth it. And, and you, you know, you want to step back and say, you know, what, what's propelling me to do this? Because on the surface, it, wow, look at you. You know, you were Miss Runner-Up Colorado. You were a state tennis champion. You played flute and piccolo in high school in the symphony and, you know, you were a track star and a cheerleader. I mean, I could go on and on, and I was pre-med. But I was really doing all that to, for, so that everyone else, no one could ever say to me, you know, you're going to amount to nothing. You, you're going to be like them. Yeah. And the catalyst was that night when I realized I'm not doing this for anybody anymore. I'm just doing it. I'm not doing it for my family. I'm not doing it for me. I'm not even doing it for them anymore because I feel at that point, I don't know that I had felt like I had proved to them, but, you know, screw them, right? Right. But who am I doing all this for? Because I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm trying to get business. I'm not trying to get business. I'm making everybody unhappy. I'm coming up with excuses. I'm late for everything. I can't remember anything. Things are falling through the cracks. I'm not making money. I'm not happy. I missed this thing because I didn't have it on my calendar. And it's just a circle of chaos. And I had just had enough. And it had to stop. And yeah. I think that everyone needs to get to that point. But my message to the world is, if you can learn from my message Don't get to that critical stage. Don't get to the edge. Learn from my mistake and and take the time to stop now before your kids are grown and resent you, before you're divorced, before your business fails or you have three heart attacks in two months, which is what my husband did, before you're financially a mess, before you're physically can't even walk when you're 50 years old, right? Um, heed my, you know, my story. Take my story and to make that decision to change your life today. Yeah, that's powerful. 
that that is really powerful that um really recognizing this is not what i want for my life and for myself and for my family and touching in with who are you mhm yeah 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 um so let me have learned all the bad lessons yeah and show you a new path that's great well thank you so much for sharing your story with us because i the stories are so powerful yeah yeah they are i i love telling stories because i'm not very good at <laughs> words <laughs> right? i, I agree with that <laughs> well i mean not big words i've always been you know it's so funny i i read a lot and i'm very smart but i've just never been one that really falls into let me use a word placating into you know these top top high end words uh so i'm definitely a storyteller and i feel like the stories will you know penetrate everyone's thoughts pat- thought patterns and when yeah. you do laundry next time you're going to think about it yes <laughs> right. next time i go to my tasks think about what is a more efficient way to do this yeah Yeah, that's lovely. Well, thank you so much again. We remind people of your website or where they can find your um mindset, your strategies. Yeah, so for the strategies, it's it's the same website gendapluses.com/7strategies and it's the number 7. 7 strategies and, you know, grab yourself a free copy there and you know, take the time to reassess, do it with your spouse, do it with your family. figure out you know better way to live. Yeah, that's lovely. Thank you. I'm going to go look at it myself. It's well, always thank you. Appreciate it, Kristen. And I I thank you for what you're doing for your community as well and hopefully they're all, you know, very appreciative of of the guests that you're bringing on and the wisdom that you're giving them every single time that they listen to your podcast. Yes, thank you. It's uh, I get to talk to some really amazing um impactful people. So it is truly lovely like you. So thank you so much and listeners, I do also appreciate for you for showing up for caring about creating a better life for yourself and the world. And until next time, go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 